You're now listening to J House Radio in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Wine be the gang and you know them niggas Boot it up, turned up, piped up I'm back, baby, where the love at? I'm back, baby, where the love at? AK Sam Bet, shout out to him for yesterday's podcast. What's up, Ev? What is up, my brother? How are you? I'm doing good today, man. I'm doing great, bro. Been waiting on this one all day long. Same. But hey, real quick, real quick, before we get into the ranting, yes. I want to speak on a real positive note, real quick. Yeah. NBA is back tonight. Yes, the NBA has returned. And I'm yeah. looking I'm looking for King James to drop the hammer on Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers. That's what I'm looking to see happen. Yes. I want to see it. I'm going to tell you well, something. I love LeBron James. Like I'm not I'm not a Lakers fan bandwagon. I'm a Spurs fan till I die, but I'm telling respect. you but since I know the Spurs ain't winning nothing, I'm rolling with the Lakers and King James. To get that ring. I can respect that. I can respect that. King J. We're going to see who the real king of L.A. is. I think it's going to be LeBron always. They definitely have the stronger team. Uh, shout out to my Heat, my Miami Heat, who are in the bubble as well. I love y'all to death. We got a young team and we're rebuilding, but this is LeBron. Bro, they're on the come up. Yes. Miami is so. on the come up. Like They got Butler and they got all the other guys. They can make some noise. Herrera. Yes. I could see them. I could see them playing Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't see them beating Milwaukee, but I think they could make it. Yeah. Because man, that Giannis, ooh, that man scares me. He straight up scares me. He's a freak, man. He's a freak. Greek freak, man. I'm just so happy we get sports back. Like I'm. Ugh. Same. Like I'm. I miss sports, man. This whole COVID stuff, man, is yeah, is so is so sad. But I'm just glad we get this tonight. LeBron versus Kawhi. Yeah, I'm I'm amped up, so I'm happy about that. But obviously today I'm pretty pissed off about something else, which is why we're doing this podcast. Yeah, and rightfully so. Uh, NFL training camp started. A whole bunch of other things. MLB is back, so just amazing. Uh, amazing thing. Going I, think on. They just, I think they just canceled the MLB again. Yeah, because I, I thought they just postponed the game, a game or two from Philly because Phil, they canceled my Yankees playing because Philly had some infected players, I believe, or Miami did one of them, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't, I, I don't, have to double I, I don't even look, I respect the sport of baseball. I respect all sports, but that's just one sport I can't watch on TV. Oh, like I can, like I can go to baseball games and have a blast. I love baseball games, but I cannot, for the life of me, sit unless it's the World Series or something like that. I just can't sit down and watch a baseball game. It's not for everyone. I can respect it. It's it's definitely not well, for I mean, everyone. But it's like with me, man. Like I'm a diehard soccer fan. I love watching soccer, and most of my friends can't watch soccer with me because yeah, like they this is just keep away. But I'm like, nah, man, there's a lot more going on here than just playing keep away. Keep but, away, yeah. 
But anyways, man, let's get into this. Welcome. Yes, let's get into it. Welcome for everyone sitting in at home. Welcome to everyone that's going to tune in on IG Live and everyone who's going to watch later. This is J House Podcast Radio, episode number 118. Uh, this is really a episode that really, after Justice Con, after Justice Con, this was a podcast that I really did not want to have to do. But because of what I have been seeing, because of what Evan's been seeing, you know, and has, you know, even before this, because, you know, of what's been going on on Twitter within the Snyder Cut movement, it's just been so freaking toxic and so bad. You know, we got people not giving respect to the nerd queens and everyone who put together Justice Con, a whole bunch of haters, toxic, you know, just toxicity everywhere, man. And last time, when, and I keep tweeting this, we had Steve Kassan on the show and that was our ending key point between all three of us that in this movement, you're going to have to live with the fact of whether you got into this movement because you truly cared about Zach's daughter and you truly cared about the movie, or you were going to have to live with the fact that you just joined this movement because you wanted a whole bunch of attention and a whole bunch of clout. And now and you- we're starting to see the people who really joined this movement just for the attention and the clout. And it's really dissatisfying. Not only that, but the continual pounding and lack of respect for movies worldwide, particularly the MCU, which has done no wrong to the DCEU, if I'm not mistaken. But yet hate upon hate upon hate still comes on it. You know, you don't have to like the MCU, but you do have to respect it for what it's accomplished. So, Evan, without further ado, I'm going to let you share your uh, initial thoughts as we go into this rant. This rant is TV. Well, if you don't like cussing, I'm sorry. It's going down like that today. So, <laughs> log out. Well, first off, I want to give a quick shout out to Steve Kassan because that was just yeah. a great conversation. It really was. Yeah. And anybody that missed that podcast, go back and go watch back and it because that was just a great conversation. Yeah. Very smart guy, Steve Kassan. Right. Um, but on the first half of what you were talking about, um, I'm someone who I I never really got big into the Snyder cut movement because I was so heartbroken and so just sad after watching justice league that I had all but given up on DC. I was like, I'm done. I don't want to hear about DC. I don't want to talk about D I don't want to think about it. It's kind of like you're going to like this. It's kind of like the same way I felt after that damn kick six game with Alabama in 2013. Like that feeling. After that <laughs> happened, I was like, I was, well, the last podcast I made an Auburn joke, so I had to give you this. You gotta give, um, <laughs> I, but it, it was like, I don't want to talk about football. I don't want to see a football. I don't, I don't want to think about it. Just shut up. I'll talk about anything. I didn't watch ESPN for like three months. Jeez. I'm not kidding. I stayed away from it. I'm like, I don't want to see that damn play again. <laughs> I want to forget it happened. Yeah. Damn it, Coach Saban should have thrown a Hail Mary. But, um, but yeah, I came to this movement late. But I joined it, and I really – well, I say joined, but I just more so became more Team Snyder when I found – like, I knew his daughter died. Yeah. 
I knew that had happened, and I felt bad for the guy. I was like, oh, man, that's sad. Yeah. But, Eric, when I found out how, I told myself, I'm happy for this man. He deserves this movie, yeah. and I want to see it. I want to see it. And in that moment, I was like, this man deserves this. Give it to him. Um, I just hate we're in the middle of a pandemic. But honestly, though, I don't think I think the Snyder Cut would have been something that would have only been released in very select theaters. I don't know if it would have been a full blown right global release. Um, I don't I don't think I would have wanted it. I mean, wanted it to. Honestly, I don't think I don't think. Why? Well, and I'll keep it short. It's just because it was a conclusion to everything that was in BVS. And I just don't think the world at large, the general audience, at least, I know the hardcore DC fans and the the Snyder Cut fandom would be, you know, hyped and ready for it. But for general audiences, for people who don't, you know, really get into it that much, I don't think they would have, I I don't think they would have would have enjoyed it or it wouldn't have sparked their interest, you know, so. Well, I think they might have thought, like, I've already seen Justice League. Why would I want to watch I wanna, it again? Right, yeah. E- even though it's not even going to be close to the same film, that's neither here nor there. Right. My whole thing is I just think that movie theaters are their own experience. I think it's the best way to watch a film. Yeah. I don't think you can copy what happens in a movie theater, that feeling. Um, so that's what I wanted to see. Yeah. That's why I wanted to see Dark Side on the big screen, just to see that happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of people in the movement who are just nitpicking everything and the toxic fans, I'm gonna let you speak more on that. Yeah, because you're a lot more in the movement than I am. Uh, because I I don't read what they say to each other. Yeah, about the movement. Right. Um. All I'm gonna say is is if you try to make this about anything other than Zach and his vision, and him getting this movie, and, you know, and all that, then shame on you. Right. It is. That's all I have to say. Big I mean, and that's really what it boils down to for me, because, I mean, look, I, I'm not necessarily the world's biggest Zack Snyder fan. Right. He's got, he's got projects that he's done that I am a big fan of, like 300 and Watchmen which I have told you repeatedly is the most comic book accurate film I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and it's hella impressive to take a comic book that's like 400 pages long and turn it into a three hour film. Yeah. And still that's hella impressive. Right. Um, and you, you and I have talked to endless links about Batman V Superman and man of steel and how we both feel about those films. Yeah. Um, but regardless of how I may feel about um, BVS and Man of Steel, I'm putting all that trash aside to support this man. Not necessarily even the director, Zack Snyder, just like as from one human being to another. Yeah. You, de- you deserve this movie, Zack. You deserve it. Yeah. You deserve it. And like I said, man, I'm going to watch it with you. And I hope it's sick. I hope that it just, I hope it's awesome. I really do. I just want to see some crazy action, some dark side fights. I'm going into this thing with no expectations. 
and be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and I and I can respect that, and that's why it. T- that's why I would rather have you on the conversation than anybody else because, for one, even even yeah, like you said, even when we have our talks about MOS and BBS, you know, despite our disagreements, you know, you're no sheep. You know what I'm saying? You don't just hop on a bandwagon just because it's the cool thing to do and everyone's doing it. At least you have a mind of your own and you're subjective toward things. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I can, that's what I'll always respect about you being on the show. I can't say the same thing for, you know, the for some people in the Snyder Cut movement. And this is no shade. You know who you are. You know the love and the bonds we've made over three years uh, pushing for this movie. So if this doesn't pertain to you, then it doesn't pertain to you. But those who know, you know, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, me and you, I see. And that's what I don't get. This is something I'm sorry to cut you you off, but this is what I need. This is what I need explaining. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the only purpose for this movie or for this movement was to get the movie out. That was it. Yeah. That was the, that was all y'all raise, wanted. Release the Snyder Yeah, guys. raise money for you know, suicide like, like, prevention and get this movie released. Yeah. Well, that's Yeah. Too. Yeah, it's like Jay Momoa said a thousand times, release the fucking Snyder Cut. Release? You know, I love that video so much. I do too. I love, I love that. I love his I, I just like Jason. He seems like a cool dude. He really Um he does, man. And I like him as Aquaman. Like, despite everything else, like, I actually really like him as Aquaman. He's a good Aquaman. He is. But um, the movie gets released, like, and you, I mean, bruh, I thought you were going to start doing cartwheels. <laughs> I really did. Man. Like, you sent me that video of your reaction to Zach posting that, that the Snyder Cut's coming. I figured that everybody in the movement would have that reaction. Man. Because you, you got what you wanted. We got it. You got exactly what you wanted. You got everything you asked and for. And that doesn't happen every day. That doesn't happen. No. Like, I mean, very rare does a movement get everything they're asking for. Right. This movement got everything they're asking for, and they're still bitching. Right. And 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 Ev, just to give a little context to this, let's let's think about the gravity of this. The gravity of this, we just came off a sequel trilogy in Star Wars that had a petition signed for everyone to take back the whole thing. Right? You know Disney's not going to do that, but imagine if they did. Imagine if they did take that whole piece of crap and then rehash it with actual good plans and an actually good storyline that made sense and that was awesome imagine that because the fans petitioned for it but then in real like as as we speak the cut is getting done and it got room and and it's been announced that it's been released what that's heavy dog we made we made a whole studio change their minds about a direction that they took way back in 2017 and i'm like what more could you ask for? I almost stopped blogging. I almost stopped doing J House Podcast Radio because I was like, dude, I could care less about anything else right now. We won. We got the cut. I could stop blogging today and be Bruh, th- th- There's always going to be people. Mm-hmm. Bro, you know, 
people that aren't satisfied for whatever for reason. whatever reason. Whether like I, mean, I I can't I I can't figure it out. No one else is going to be able to figure it out. I, my whole thing is, I just think there's always going to be people that just they want to whine, and on social media, you get the ability to do that because you're doing it behind a keyboard. Keyboard warriors, yeah. Mm-hmm. Living in their mom's basement, right? But I mean, it's just it. I can't figure it out. And like I said, you know a lot more about this movement than I do because you've been really heavy in it ever since I've met you, which was like two and a half, three years ago. Yeah. You've been talking about this. We were in the guts of the theater stage, and I was telling you about this. Like, bro, had they mm-hmm. had they would have just given us the version of the movie things will be totally different for years, bro. Exactly. And you've been saying that you've been consistent on that. And whether I agree with it or not, you've been consistent. Uh, You've been talking about it. And I mean, I figured everybody was going to have the same reaction you did. And then for Zack Snyder to take time out of his busy day, uh, trying to get everything else worked out in the midst of this pandemic, for him to take time out of that day, to show up to some fan made virtual not put on by not not put on by some organization just a fan made uh con for him to take time to show up and people uh, still aren't happy like i'm thinking like bro if you if you were on twitter these tweets would piss you off. Like people are coming at shout out yet again, wonder Meg and, and uh, nerd Queens and everyone who had a hand in organizing justice con people are just on there. Oh, that didn't go the way I expected, or it could have gone better or this and that just nitpicking every little thing. Like, Oh my gosh, is that it? Is that all Zach's going to show douchebag? Hello. It's all, it's almost August now. Like DC fandom is a month is like almost here. It's right around the corner, and you can't freaking wait. Like, and and you're complaining, like, dude, what is wrong with you? And they're just nitpicking and whining about every now. My like I said, this is not everyone in the Snyder Cut movement. The people who know, you know, you know what I'm saying. You're on here, you know, complaining and crying that it didn't go better. Blah blah blah, dude. This isn't San Diego Comic-Con. This was put together by fans who just really cared and really wanted to get something going and get us hyped and excited for the Snyder Cut, if we weren't already. And for you to sit there and complain when these people have worked so freaking hard, that just burns my butt. And I'm like, what is wrong with you, bro? Like, are you kidding me? You can't do that. Uh, and on. Uh, Bunch of ungrateful bastards is what they are. Ungrateful, bro. Like, just straight up ungrateful. Like, to me, this is... This doesn't even really piss me off. And my rant that I've been telling you about that I need to get off my chest, that's coming later. Yeah. Because I wanted wanted to speak on this aspect. Because to me, that there's a couple different aspects to some people in the Snyder Cut movement. Right. And honestly, the fans as a whole, there's a couple different things they're doing that are really pissing me off. And the other day, I reached a fever pitch 
Um, but I'm, I'm gonna stick back with the the Snyder, just the Snyder portion of this. We'll branch, yeah, we'll branch out, um, yeah. Um, I mean, I can't really say much more than what I've already said, other than for me, this is just about a guy who went through something that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. Yeah. Uh, I pray for Zack Snyder. I really do. I, I've prayed for that man, and and I hope that this film you know, just absolutely kills and people love it. And to me, at the end of the day, this is all about Zach. All about Zach. This is all about him. This is his moment. This is his thing. Give the man his movie and give the man his moment. This is for him. And we're all there to support him. And to say thanks. Because, I mean, even if I don't like the way that MOS and BVS turned out, there is one thing that you keep saying that I have to concede and give credit to Zach for. He took a huge risk with what he did. He took a huge risk. Yeah. And that's all. And throughout cinema history, the greatest directors have always been risk takers. Always. You don't get anything <laughs> done by playing it safe. Oh, exactly. You know, you know, on my list, you know, we did top five best directors the other yeah. day. And, uh, I think at some point, every single director on my list, I said they were a huge risk taker, yeah. uh, especially Spielberg. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Zack Snyder, he it was very ballsy what he did. I definitely give the man props, whether I think it turned out okay or not. It doesn't matter. I'm just another idiot on a podcast. Yeah. And that's really what it is in the grand scheme of things. I'm just another – no, seriously. I'm just another guy on another podcast. It doesn't matter all that much whether I think it turned out good or not, but I'm still going to give the man credit right. for, you know, attempting what he did. Right, and uh, it it was a unique take. It was something that I haven't seen before. Right, and at the end of the day, I can't ask for too much more than that. Right, and that's true. That's true. And and I have this question for you, bro. I have this question: How did this go from like? For, for the Snyder Cut fandom, how did this go about being about, like, being about Zach and the movie to somehow these bloggers and these people trying to make it about them? You know? I, I, because that's just the nature of social media. Man. Because I hate That's what it I is. I hate it right now. That is, that is the nature of social media. It is to... It's created a very self-centered uh, culture. I mean, everything about it, when on social media, it's all about you. Yeah. Um, and trying to make yourself look good. And I've never had Twitter and never will have Twitter only because of stuff like this. Because Twitter, yeah. from what I've seen, is worse than Facebook, Instagram, and everything else combined. When it comes to people popping off dumb shit, it's starting to, it's, yeah, it's really, yeah. Cause, um, and so, I mean, all I'm going to say is when it comes to these Snyder or cut fans, and I put uh, air quotes around fans. Yeah. So called fans. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is about Zach. It's about, it's not about, that's all it's about. This is Zach getting his vision is completed. We're going to get it. You got what you wanted. And if you were a true fan and a true member of this movement, 
you would be happy. Yeah. You should be happy because you've got everything you want. Everything you asked for, you have been given. Uh, so take it. And, you know, if you've got any gripes, eh, tough shit. Tough. Because, like. I mean, Zach. I mean, people understand Zack Snyder doesn't owe anybody a damn thing. He right? don't. People. Zack Snyder don't owe, you know, some fat bastard sitting in his mom's basement. Anything. anything. This man's out there in the lab in Cali right now at his house. They're working from home, repolishing, redoing frames. And we got some of that from his panel discussing how they're restoring the frame to the original film, uh, glossing it over, glossing over the VFX and making sure they restore everything back to what it was. This man's working hard. And mind you, he's doing it for free. He's not getting paid a dime. They gave him $30 million on a budget to finish the movie. He's not getting paid a dime. You know, note that he's already making bank because Netflix has booked him for Army of the Dead, which is set to come out, and another uh, animated project that's set to come out. So he's making bank already. You know what I'm saying? He's doing this for free. And Put some respect on the man's on name. On the man's people. name for the art, bro. Like... Cause see, I didn't know that until just yeah. now. What you just told me about him not getting yeah, paid. Yeah, he, he said that, it on the panel. I'm starting to get more and more like you with this, getting pissed off. Because, I mean, let's just go through everything here, just so I'm hearing this right. There's a movement. You wanted the film released. You got it released. It happened. It didn't have to be released. It didn't, didn't have, have to. The studio... The studio, the studio didn't have to release this movie. They had no obligation mm. to release the movie. They didn't have to do that. Zack Snyder didn't have to release it. He didn't have right. to at all. And he damn sure didn't have to do it for free. Right. He didn't have to show up to Justice Con and show anything. He did all of this right. because he has been moved by this movement. Yeah. He did all this because he loves everybody that was in the movement. And he cares. Yeah. And there's not a lot of directors that would. So for those out there that are are just whining about this, I mean, (laughs) this time get to the TVMA version of this. If you're out there and this man has done all this for you and you're still whining, I I just... I got four words. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's pretty simple at this point. Sit your ass down. Excuse me for anybody who's going to watch this live. My family, I'm sorry. But sit down, please. Be quiet. I mean, it's it's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. This man is bent over backwards to give you ungrateful sons of bitches a movie, and you're still going to complain? He's doing it for free. I mean, I will say this, though. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to get some compensation from this in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Maybe not from the studio, but I feel like he'll get money some way. But Who I don't knows. know. But uh, I mean, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, that. I mean, but just like, I mean, even even down to the credit thing, like have now has, and from a statistical standpoint, has J-House grown? since the movement has taken off for these past two or three years? 
Absolutely. Have I gained followers from constantly covering the Snyder Cut movement because that's the only thing I really wanted to talk about? Absolutely. No, not 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 a problem at all. But for you as a blogger and a creator, for you to sit here and gripe about Justice Con simply because you weren't more involved and you didn't get to do what you wanted to do. That just shows everything right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I keep tweeting this about, about cry me a river. Cry me a river. Like, and I, I keep tweeting this. I'm like, when other people are successful, you cheer for them, you be happy for them. And then you continue to keep your head down and you keep hustling. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So what? Wonder Magnum, they got to get on the screen and actually talk to Zach. They got to talk to him. Grace Randolph got to talk to Zach. It was an amazing interview. Shout out to Grace. You know what I'm saying? But for you to try to take respect from them, Nice Cash did it too. He got to talk to Zach and Ray Fisher. For you to try to take credit from them because they've been on a podcast with Zach or um, any member of the cast of Justice League, you're pathetic and you're a hater. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not going to help you grow. That's not going to help you get anywhere by trying to tear them down for their accomplishments. Like, and it, it's pathetic, bro. Like, I'm just utterly baffled by, by like, you know, and, and this is no, I, I have no beef with subjective reviews on uh, YouTube and Twitter. But subjective, you wrong, bro. You wrong. I don't care how mad or how upset you were about Justice Con, about you not getting your way. Damn that. Like, bro, the fact that they got to get it done in this time and what we've been going through and your biggest gripe is about what you didn't get to do or 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 your biggest complaint is about how they looked on the screen. You know what I'm saying? Which one of them has a spine problem. So, you know, shame on you for even complaining about that in retrospect. What the heck is wrong with you, bro? Like, shut up, bro. Just shut up. Okay, your time hasn't come yet. You didn't get to do an interview with Zach. You didn't get to do everything that they did at Justice Con. At least you were in on the process of getting to experience it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just get on somewhere with that, bro. Ungrateful, like, turd nuggets, bro. Like, ungrateful. I'm sorry to use that word. That's I'm trying to be as civil as I can, but, like, all of you guys have No, been- bro, fuck that. Let it out. They just been disgusting, bro. I don't know what else I can say. It's just downright disgusting. Well, I want to give some closing thoughts on that aspect of it before we move on into my rant, which is going to be it, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be brutal yeah. cuz I mean We got to get into that part. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. I'm trying to calm down, but Here's my closing thoughts on the Snyder thing, and if you have anything more to say, I, I think you can. I think I said my piece because they. I, I'm but, good. I'm gonna end this on a positive note. This section, I'm just gonna say this: congratulations to uh, all the true fans of the Snyder Cut movement. All true, seriously. Yeah. I mean that. Congratulations! You got everything you asked for. Whether or not I'm necessarily a fan of Snyder or not, yeah. I cannot, I cannot take away anything from a movement that was this passionate, this focused, this determined. Yeah. After, I mean, gee, 
Justice League was released in 2017, and they never gave up. Yeah. They kept saying, "No, we want this. Well, we don't want, we don't want that to be the end. Uh, we don't. That's not Justice League. Yeah. That we're we're not going to settle for that. We want what we were supposed to get. Yeah. And I'll be damned if y'all aren't going to get it. <laughs> y'all got it. We got it. But above all else, above all else, congratulations to the man himself, Mr. Zack Snyder. Yeah. And I mean that. Congrats to the man. He earned this moment. I'm so happy for him. I'm glad he's getting this movie. He deserves it. Uh, and I, like I said, man, I hope it's the biggest streaming thing uh, to, to ever happen. I hope it breaks records. I hope it's huge. And I hope it's awesome. I really do. Um, and that's all I can really say about Snyder, man. Congrats to the fans, to all the fake fans. Just piss off. Piss and, off, bro. Literally. You know, piss off and go play Fortnite or whatever you do. Yeah. Um, so, but seriously, though, I wanted to end that part on a positive note. Congrats, Zach Snyder and the Snyder Cut fans. Yeah, that's much appreciated. Now, on to the, the sort of second half of this conversation which still kind of is deep-rooted within the Snyder Cut fandom because there are some people which are tentative, still defined as MCU haters. I'll establish this before before I pass it on over to you. There is nothing that you can take away from the MCU. Whether you like the movies or whether you dislike them, I love the MCU. Do they have movies in there that, to me personally, subjectively as a moviegoer, I don't like? Ones that I hate? Absolutely. Yeah. Do they have awesome ones that I think should go down in the record books forever? For sure. Guaranteed. But overall, even if you love DC more than Marvel, you cannot take anything away from what the MCU has accomplished. You can't take that away from them and you can't hate them for it. And there's, there's just, just this such this bias, man, this like terrible, terrible bias and, and their movies for a reason. Their movies for a reason. Movies are defined and subjective by the viewer. If you don't like it, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But don't sit there and try to make the overall view that you have the view for everyone because everyone's not going to see it that way. That's why they're movies. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, it's just too like, and I tell you this story a billion times sitting in, in, uh, you know, in game, you know, looking like, dang, this could have been DC, but at the same time, there's nothing that I can say negative about the MCU. I have to give them respect where respect is due. It's the same analogy with Alabama football. You know, I may not like the fans sometimes, but I can't take away anything from Nick Saban and those players because they put the work in and they've been very, very successful, you know, and you can't do anything but respect that. And I wish fans would carry that mindset toward the MCU, mainly the DC side and the, you know what I'm saying? The 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 Snyder Cut movement. We have to carry that point of view. There's nothing we can do about the MCU. 
there's okay. So what? They did their formula. It's worked, and they it's that's it. That's a wrap. There's you can't discredit the MCU in any way, shape, or form. You know, and for those who are like who are probably going to come at me and be like, oh well, you you were never really for Zach to begin with. That's a lie because Zach Snyder said himself. If you pay attention to the interviews, he said. Wait, wait a second! Wait a second! Wait a second! I'm sorry to cut you off, but right there, I'm already pissed off. Let me ask everybody this question: yeah. Why the hell do you have to choose a side? Why? That's a good question. Like, why? Why can you not want the Snyder Cut to come out and at the same time say the MCU's freaking awesome? Yeah. Why? Like seriously. Why must you be? Because this ain't football. We're talking about movies, for Christ's sake. Right. We're talking about movies. You can enjoy movies. Like it's not like football, where it's like you have to pick a team, and then that's who you support. This ain't sports. Right. This is movies. Yeah. And I it it, it baffles me at this just the, the self righteousness of some of these dumbass DC fans. It baffles the hell out of me, yeah. and I'm, and I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm, a, I'm, yeah. a, I'm gonna kick it back to you, let you finish. But when you kick it back to me, if you're one of these people who can't give the MCU their credit, you might want to cut the podcast off now. Go ahead. You might just want to stop listening. Right. Go ahead, Eric. It just like that. You can't like. I mean, Zach said himself. He's he wasn't in a competition with the MCU. He said, quote for quote, he enjoyed what Marvel was doing. He even went on to break it down that even though Marvel is darker to be so in comics, that trend, the kind of flip side of it for them in film is for them to be more lighter toned and balanced, so to speak. So even Zach said that himself. Zach has no quarrel with the MCU. So you can't say that I'm not on Zach's side or that I don't support Zach because Zach respects the MCU. And he even respects other creators that are on the side of DC. The guy is excited for Matt Reeves' Batman for crying out loud. He loves every iteration because he knows, and he said this at the Justice Con panel, that these characters and the interpretations that I do on them these characters are going to outlive that and they're going to go on to be done by somebody else as well. The interpretations are going to keep changing forever and ever because these characters are going to live long after we're dead and gone. So, you know, you can't, you can't try to use that argument with me concerning uh, Zach and the MCU. So what's stopping you from just enjoying the MCU? Do I have any, you know, and, and I may, and even looking at it in retrospect, I might just, I might just buy MCU movies and start adding them to my shelf. I might just, you know, just because I respect well, I, them and I they wouldn't. are the cinema. Go ahead. I mean, I, I don't understand how the MCU couldn't make every shelf, but I'm going to get on that later. Yeah. But go ahead, man. It's on, it's on you. I've said I've said my piece on that. Let me take this deep breath. Take a deep breath. I'm gonna say this. Here's some things that people, whether you want to accept them or you don't want to accept them, it doesn't matter because they're just facts. 
there right now, there is no when it comes to cinema, there is no competition between DC and Marvel. There is no competition. There it's not. Not because of the reason you say. I'm saying there's no competition because one company Right. And the other company has made the biggest and most ambitious franchise in the history of cinema. And it's not even close. It's not even close. We're talking 19. I think it's 19. I think it is 19 films. I could be wrong. Something. 20, like I think it's 22. I'm not, I don't know. But whether it's 19 or whether it's 22, that's still ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Not uh, 20 interconnected films all telling one story. That alone, stupid impressive. And you know something, Eric? I've been going on an MCU binge, and I've realized, and I I can admit when I'm wrong, and and I'm about to do just that. Okay. I was under the impression that, you know, I used to talk like you that all Marvel movies and the MCU have this formula that they follow. I am officially retracting that statement. I'm retracting it. And I say that because the MCU has shown me that they can make incredibly diverse films. Yeah. Because you can have a Guardians of the Galaxy, which is probably one of those films that some people might not like because the humor really, it does get to a point where it's like, okay, I feel like I'm watching a comedy. Yeah. Um, But then you can have a film like uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Which is extremely serious. Now, it's not... Bones, bro. Yeah, it's not a rated R thriller. Right. I mean, dang. You can't take anything... That movie's amazing. Right. And here's another thing I'm sick of hearing, and I keep hearing this. Well, Marvel movies lack substance. They don't say anything. They don't say. They don't say anything. I'm sick of hearing that too, because it's a load of crap. That's not true. Not at all. Did anybody watch Black Panther, a movie that directly talked about black oppression and how to go about it? Yeah. That was the whole premise of the movie. Did anybody watch Civil War, where the theme was? Uh, how would superheroes actually act? Like, should they be controlled by the government? I and mean, that movie I, made people think. Right, and I respect them for doing that, for addressing that, for addressing that. Yeah. I mean, they straight up made you wonder, like, okay, we got Cap over here who thinks this. And, like, all of my favorite conversations that I've been having with people is, like, whose side were you on, Tony or Cap? Right. And those kind of conversations. So for people saying that Marvel films are like they lack substance, right. I'm just gonna assume you haven't watched them. Yeah. Did did I'm they gonna... go ahead? I'm sorry, sure. Did they watch Infinity War where most of Thanos' dialogue was concerning world hunger, genocide, uh balance, uh population control? Did they did they you know, did they not? Like, how did you not catch the whole substance of Infinity War? How? Blows me. But go ahead. I, I'm I'm getting so sick and tired. And then I, somebody said, 
MCU films are basically popcorn flicks, like summer blockbusters. I'm like, who says summer blockbusters couldn't have substance? Well, and I'm thinking, so what? what what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? What's the, well, what's the problem? So you you don't like summer blockbusters? You just sit home during the summer. You don't go watch action films. Angle. I mean, you could basically say that same thing about every action film ever made. Right. It's just a summer popcorn flick. So so was Transformers, but they was live though. Exactly. <laughs> it blows my mind at the bias. And listen, all the DC fans out there, you need to go ahead and get over the MCU because that train's not slowing down. It's not. It's not slowing down. This was just the first 10 years. Keep and going. And it's going to keep going. And it's going to get even bigger. It is the biggest thing to ever happen in cinema. And I'm going to say this too. And this might start arguments with people, but I'm going to say it. There is a very legit argument to be made. I'm not saying I agree with Mm. it, but there is an argument to be made that the MCU is the best film franchise of all time. There is a serious argument to be made for that. Yeah, that's a, that's an argument I, you can have, yeah. Cause I, and I say that because no other film franchise has ever done even remotely close to what the MCU has done. And I'm not talking about box office numbers. I'm not talking about critical uh, critic ratings. Right. I'm t- about the the uh, the continuity and how all these films with all their different tones and all their different everything fit together. Yeah. And it just blows my mind that people can say something like, "Oh, they're all the same. Yeah. They're all the same. They're just all the simple movies." And I'm thinking, "No, they're not." Go, I mean. It, 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 I, I'm at the point now where it almost makes me laugh because it's pure. You know what it is? Aaron? What's that? I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call it for what it is. I'm calling it for what it is now. The DC fans who were hating on Marvel and what they did. You know what that is? Aaron? What's that? What it boils down to? Pure jealousy. Jealousy. That's all it is. It's jealousy. It's a hundred percent jealousy because. DC is in a hole right now, and Marvel is on top of a mountain. That's where we are. That is sad. It, I know it sucks. I'm a DC fan, but it's true. Right. It's true. Marvel is so far ahead, it's not even funny. But, I mean, everything the MCU's accomplished with these amazing films. Now, me personally, I don't think the MCU has released a truly bad just unwatchable film it i mean they're like even you with thor ragnarok i know you don't like it but i mean i'll say to this, me i believe it's unwatchable, it. but that's just my opinion that's just me but it's got its moment definitely yeah i mean if you don't like thor going at an army with led zeppelin playing in the background i don't know what's wrong yeah with it's it. its moments for sure i mean so and here's what i can't figure out i, I was to, uh I was arguing with someone because they were talking about the Marvel films lacking substance. And I'm thinking, okay, so where's the, all this great substance in DC films that have just so much more in them than Marvel? Because <laughs> Marvel, Marvel films have been making me think way more than DC films have. 
Now, there are exceptions like Joker. That was a pretty thought-provoking film. But to sit back and say that Marvel films don't make people think or... Oh, here's another one. I got into an argument with a guy who was... uh, Because I made the comment that there's an argument to be made about Marvel being the best film franchise of all time. And shut the front door. Did he get mad? He threw Lord of the Rings at me, which is fine. Yeah. If you think if you think Lord of the Rings is the best uh, franchise of all time, fine. But it's one of the reasons he gave me that made me laugh and made me realize this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. He said that it's because the MCU has one dimensional characters. And I'm thinking, excuse me, every single character in Lord of the Rings is one dimensional. Every single one. The good guys are the good guys. The bad guys are the bad guys. No one flips sides. The and end. it's epic on a big scale. Oh, exactly. And, I'm not trying right. to take anything away from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I'm just saying that that was a terrible example to use. Right. Because because every like every branch, and I'll and I'll say this because I don't believe that one saga or one you know franchise is better than the other i believe that all franchises that are big specialize in that thing like lord of the rings that's the pinnacle of all fantasy you know what i'm saying however i do believe that when franchises come out they have to have this sort of lord of the rings ish moment that establishes them as okay yeah this is one of the best franchises of all time for me in Avengers Endgame, when all the Avengers and everyone was coming back, the ring scene. When that scene happened, that uh, was the MCU Lord uh, of the Rings moment. That was the moment where it was like, okay, yeah, this is definitely one of the greatest franchises of all time. So a franchise has to have that. As for the, and I, go ahead. And you know something? I would have a very hard time arguing with somebody to convince them that the MCU is not the greatest film franchise of all time. Because I think the argument for it at the number one spot is so profound because number one, it's certainly the biggest and that's not even close. It's not even freaking close. Yeah. And just the, the structure of it is so impressive because they managed, think about this, Eric, they, you know, in a lot of film franchises, a lot of great characters sometimes tend to be overlooked. Yeah. But with the MCU, all of these characters, you know, whether they weren't shown so much in the Avengers movie, but they all got their own movies and they were all covered and they were all shown in a way where you had to relate to at least one of them because they had so many different people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I just don't understand. I mean, actually, I do understand at this point. It's just jealousy. And at this point, it's laughable. It's people that de- that desperately try to take away from the MCU. Right. It's, it's to me, it's funny at this point. It really is. It's actually. What's up, Because yeah. uh, allow me to tell people listening this. Crapping on the MCU is not going to put the DCU in a better place. It gets place. us nowhere. It's not going to do anything. 
It's not going to, and here's another piece. Here's another thing people need to understand because look, I loved Joker. That was a great film, but I was reading comments, people talking about, oh, heck yeah, DC's back in the race with Marvel. No, 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 you're not. Stop it. Stop it. One film is not going to put DC back on the map like you're saying, like these people were saying. That's not going to happen. I need them to remember that it's, oh my God, it's. And here's what, here's what really irritates me. And Eric, I'm not saying this. You, This argument gets me so mad whenever I have it with a lot of Snyder Cut fans. Is I'll break down how the MCU as a whole has been better. Now, there have been some DC movies to me that have been better than Marvel movies. But overall, the Marvel as a whole has just impressed me way more than DC has on the big screen at least. As a whole. Um, yeah. But what makes me so mad is they'll start off arguing with me about all the substance in Zack Snyder's films and, and how I was just too stupid to understand what was... I, I love that argument. I was too stupid to understand what Zack was doing. Right, and, I, and I'll, never, I'll never say that anyone was like too... Now, I will say that some people were too immature because sometimes that that actually was the case i'm not gonna lie about that but for anyone who just had a general dislike of the films you you gotta respect it okay if you didn't like it that's cool if you didn't catch it fine you know what i'm saying but like for like i mean all substance and i said this earlier all substance and all everything that people were looking for you know that left when zach left you know what i'm saying that was it that was a wrap and for for people like dc is amazing shout out to everyone on the uh, ig live we got two minutes left on that so it's about to cut out but when dc is at its best dc is at their best when they're doing what they're good at when they're doing what they're meant to do they're not they're not studying what marvel was doing they're not trying to copy marvel that's when DC is at its best. And so... Well, and, and see, here's what... Oh, I'm sorry, Fennett. Go ahead. I cut no, you No, you're good. And, and so, I mean, people just have... Especially DC fans, get out of this notion that we were in competition with Marvel to begin with. Marvel wasn't looking back at DC like, I wonder what DC's doing. Let's try to copy them. Like, no. They were doing their own thing. They can't DC at this point. Marvel can't see DC in their rearview mirror because they're so far ahead. I mean, if you're looking at this like a competition and you really want to make it a competition, I'd I'd advise you not to do that. I I really would because if you're looking at it like a competition, then DC's been getting their asses handed to them for about a decade now. If you've been looking at it like a competition, now I agree with you, it's not one. But I mean, if it is, right. if if it is a true competition, Marvel has just beaten the hell out of DC. Right. MCU has had 23, 23 movies in the books. DC, the DCEU has at least about three, three good solid ones. You know what I'm saying? In terms of direction. 
three good three good ones over twenty three others. You know what I'm saying? And like, what? <laughs> I can't say anything. Like, I can't say anything else about it. I'm not gonna get mad at Disney over consolidating the MCU. They got Disney Plus. They got the whole MCU on there. They got all the Star Wars movies. I can't get mad about that. Pretty no, good move. It doesn't do good. I mean, and it doesn't make DC movies any better. It doesn't make anything that DC has tried to do and failed to do any better. It just doesn't. Right. It doesn't put me in a better place. Look, and it's like I've said, man, what just frustrates me so much is the, the arrogance. And you know what? I'm changing an analogy I made. I think I compared uh, Marvel to New England and DC to the Cleveland Browns, I think was my initial analogy. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to tweak that. I'm going to tweak that a little bit. And I hate saying this, but it's true. Marvel, you're still the New England Patriots. You're perfectly run. You're dominating. You're kicking ass. You're 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 great. You know what I mean? You're killing. DC, you know. (laughs) Oh man, I hate saying this. You know who DC fans truly remind me of? Can I guess right quick, or do you want to say it? Go ahead. The New Orleans Saints. No. Even worse, Dallas Cowboy fans. Dang. That's who y'all remind me of, and I'll tell you why. Because Dallas Cowboy fans talk all the time about, oh, well, we're about to be right back in it with New England. We're about to be right back in it. We're going to do this, and then we're going to be right back in it with New England. I've been alive for 22 years, and the Dallas Cowboys have never been to the Super Bowl. Ain't done squat. (laughs) When it comes to DC fans, if you are so deluded that you think one just one good movie is going to put DC up where Marvel is, get your head out of your ass. Seriously. And I'm so sick and tired of people hating on the MC. I mean, it really doesn't matter if you hate on it or not, because it's not going to take away the legitimacy of it. Um, nah. I mean, I look. I respect um, Martin Scorsese's opinion. I do disagree with it to some extent because I argue that, uh, you know, he said one thing about going to see Hitchcock movies was an experience. Yeah. Me, me going to see Avengers Endgame. Was an experience. My dude. My dude. That was the biggest experience, movie experience of my life. Right. Like, I've never experienced anything like that where everybody... Is just so, con- and that's another thing I can't figure out. People are saying, oh, they're just, you know, boring characters. You know, they're one dimensional. You can't relate to bullshit. Bull. Bull. Because if you say that, then you weren't there when the whole audience cried when Spider Man died in Infinity War. You weren't there. It was just this collective. <gasps> People were upset. They were pissed about that. Bruh. But, dude. In that moment, people can stop saying that all M- that all Marvel films follow a formula of jokes and just being happy all the right. time. Let, no, let me don't. correct that. When I say formula, I say formula as in here's the movie post credit scene set up for the next one. When I say formula, that's what I mean. But yeah, you're right about tone and everything else. That's a totally when I say formula, I mean 
in terms of keeping people in the theater after the fact to see what's going to come next. So that way it's guaranteed that they're coming to the next movie. So yeah, but go ahead. Well, yeah. And here's another thing too, that I don't really think is debatable as of right now. It might be one day, but I mean, at what point do we just admit that the way Marvel has done it and ran their ship has been the best way? I mean, to me, the results don't lie on that. The results are there. Um, so, I I just, I'm so fed up with people trying everything they can to belittle the MCU. Because it all comes from a place of sheer jealousy. Yeah. That's where it all comes and, from. It comes from. And I'll say this. And I keep and, and we we've addressed this point so many times. Look, 2013, right? Hype for Man of Steel. Saw the Nokia trailer, heart dropped out of my chest. I was so hyped. Went and saw the movie, fell in love with it forever in my memories. Went to go see BVS, the theatrical version. It was good. It was awesome. Then Warner Brothers dropped the extended Ultimate Cut, which is the real version, fell in love with it forever in my memories. Suicide Squad, oh well, so be it, bad, you know, okay, move on. Wonder Woman, awesome, absolutely awesome. So far, DCEU is on a level-headed, level-headed path, one bad movie, okay, one move, okay, so I mean, hey, Go on to Justice League. Let's go ahead and start jumping this thing off. They hit Justice League. Every, we already, we've already been through the history of what happened with Zack and Warner Brothers. Everyone knows that. After Justice League, the DCEU didn't make another billion until Aquaman. Shazam, to me, was, you know, blah. Birds of Prey was good, but still did gross blah. It was obvious that post-Zack Snyder, the DCEU, was was not going to go up. They were just failing. There's nothing. And let me and now Zach's already confirmed like I said, his what Man of Steel BVS, his Justice League Elseworld, different, you know, he's not connecting it to this DCEU. And that's just the reality of it. No matter what we do, no matter how bad we cry, no matter how bad it hurts, there's nothing that's going to erase the fact that that JL messed up the DCEU chances for a universe. Go ahead. Well, yeah, and here's another thing, too. It, it shouldn't bother anybody that the MCU is so successful. It shouldn't. I, I can't, because to me, I absolutely, you know, you, you told the story about the 80-year or 70-year-old woman who was looking to buy one of the Avengers Yes. Movies. I love I love that. that. That was beautiful. Because, I mean, that's showing like people now are more, as a result of what the MCU has done, more people are now interested in superheroes than ever, than ever before. before. And I think that's awesome. I think that's a beautiful Whether thing. Whether it's Marvel or DC, it's just a beautiful thing to see. Exactly. But I just... <laughs> I mean, people are going to complain no matter what, dude. I, I, here's all I've got to say about it. And I'm a lot calmer and I said a lot less curse words than I thought I would. <laughs> because I've, I've kind of realized halfway through this, 
that, and it kind of hit me, the reason people say these things desperately trying to belittle the MCU, it's all jealousy. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's all jealousy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I get it. I mean, if you're a DC fan, you probably want what Marvel has. And what's funny is none of these DC fans would be saying these things if it would have been the DCU that was in Marvel's place right, right. now. Right. Nobody would be saying Let's Switch on it. Would you be saying the same thing? Right. No. And, you know, and, and I keep hearing people say things like, well, it's just like what works for Marvel. And I'm thinking, well, what is that? Good storytelling? <laughs> right. Yeah, good or, or great visual effects, amazing fight scenes. Like right. people keep posting it online like it's some kind of paint by numbers thing. Right. And it's I mean, I can understand people are like, well, we all know the good guys are gonna win. Right. That's about every superhero. That's movie. about every single one of them. I mean, with with very few exceptions, but no matter how bad the win I, is or not, they win. Exactly. Even Watchmen won to a certain degree. So I can't figure out what the hell people are talking about when they say stuff like, oh, they're all predictable. Right. Yeah, 90% of action movies are. They're all pretty predictable. It's like you go to watch Jurassic Park. You know know what's going to happen. The dinosaurs are going to eat people. But it's still awesome every time. Exactly. (laughs) You know you know what's going to happen in a Transformers right. movie. You know you know what's going to happen in about 90% of the movies you go to see, especially if they're action movies. Right. And this is my question. Why is there this huge double standard that people are starting to judge the MCU by? Because, and what I mean by that is people saying stuff about it's, it's nothing but popcorn flicks. No, right. It doesn't doesn't say anything profound and all this other stuff right. and i'm thinking okay if you believe that but why does the mcu have to say anything profound why not everything has to like, be that deep like what, what why can't we all just unclench our assholes right and en- and enjoy these amazing fight scenes and enjoy one of the greatest stories i've ever seen told with these avengers right it's amazing. I think it's an amazing story. And me personally, like I said, I'm starting to believe, uh, but because I've been going on this MCU rebinge, because the only time I've, a lot of the MCU films I've only seen once. Right. And again, I'm really starting to appreciate them more and more and more right. and seeing why these are so universally loved. Right. Um, I mean, it's truly amazing, these films. Right. But man, it's just it's sad. It's really sad. But like I said, at the end of the day, what does it matter? Because this train's not slowing down. Right. And it's not it's gonna keep going. The MCU has shown absolutely no sign of letting off the gas. Now I can understand some people out there might not like it that there's one company dominating so hard like the MCU is. I get that, yeah. but I, at the end of the day, what's funny is these same people that are whining about 
Disney dominating everything, they're still going to go buy tickets to go see the next of uh, the next the movie. next one, right? <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> so I mean, what are you complaining about? You love it just as much as the next person. Right. I'm just convinced there are some people who just like to complain, right? And I and I and and like even about the MCU complaining about the MCU, the MCU was anchored during my childhood. You know what I'm saying? I was growing up watch on the Iron Man movies, pretending to be Tony Stark, drawing blueprints because I wanted to build a me- uh, uh, a mech suit. Like that was me. So carrying that journey with me for the next ten years of my life, and then being a 21 year old grown man watching Tony Stark die on the screen, hit me in a way. And Tessa will testify to that. Everyone who was there with me can testify to that. I cried. Because that hurt. I cried. And so you can't. And even with the Avengers, the first Avengers, I went to go see it twice because that was the first big team up movie in the world. That was the movie that inspired me to even make J House like make its own J House universe because I wanted to see my characters come on the screen one day. That credit belongs to the MCU. You know what I'm saying? So there's no denying the impact and the legacy that the MCU has had on all of us for these past 10, 10, 15 years. There's no denying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's about time that people, even DC fans, even biased fans, you got to give the MCU their due. Marvel has been amazing and they've influenced all of us. They've shaped our childhoods. They've shaped the way we think about things. And so has DC. So is DC. You know what I'm saying? And just because the MCU went this direction and has been wildly successful, that's no shade on DC. That's not saying, oh, DC doesn't have a cinematic universe. They suck. That's you. That's not a bad move on DC. Now, from their business perspective, because they're business people and all they see is dollar signs to them, yeah, they think that Marvel's crapping on them. But as a pure fan who loves both Marvel and DC, and you want to see both be do good and do great things, you have to love both. And you can't deny that the MCU has been amazing. And for that, even with this podcast, I because you know me, I'm particular about my shelf and what goes on my movie shelf. I'm going to go buy at least 19 of the MCU movies because I know that a lot of them stuck with me and they resonated with me. So I, I, I got to add those to the yeah. shelf. They have, I mean, dude, and here's my message. Like, if you're one of these people out there whining about the MCU being a popcorn flake, well, do me a favor. Never watch another action movie again in your don't life. Don't go watch now one. Don't do it. Don't don't go watch Transformers. Don't go watch the Jurassic Park. Don't watch, don't watch any anything, action. right? Don't, don't do it. Because those are also popcorn flicks. Right. So, like all these people, they just want to sound smart. They want to be contrarians. These are the same people that want to say that Heath Ledger's Joker is overrated. They're the same people. <laughs> the, the Godfather's overrated. And the Godfather's overrated, bro. We can fight about that. We can meet in the streets about that. Uh, every, I mean, and, and that's just the way some people are because they think it makes them sound smart. But here's the reality: saying that doesn't make you smart. It just makes you a douchebag. Douche bro. That's it. And, and you know, 
going to come on here and make the whole, you know, who's better, Marvel or DC? Because to me, that's subjective. That's subjective I right. mean, I'll say this. My all-time favorite hero is Batman. But I would say that the whole Marvel probably has more characters that I like than DC does. Because once we get past Batman and and Flash... Martian Manhunter, Super- Superman, Wonder Woman... Green Lantern. Most who who comes that, after them after the seven? <laughs> well, but like for me, it's just like once we get past Batman, Superman, and Flash, it's like none of the characters have ever interested me. Right. But Marvel. Oh wait, I take it back because you know there's Watchmen. Yeah. Um. But I mean, my my whole point with this rant today was just simply to say, look, I understand that DC fans are hurt right now. I told, I get it more than most because we were robbed of a great movie um, or what we hope is a great movie. That's yet to be seen. Um, and, you know, people that are grown-up DC fans had to watch right. as Marvel has achieved things that nobody has ever achieved and done, you know, they've went and made cinema history. I mean, there's no sugar. They have made cinema history. And I think the MCU, I can say this now with no shadow of a doubt. I can say this for certain. I think the MCU is the single biggest staple in pop culture. I really do. I think it's gotten to the point where it's bigger than, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Star Trek. I mean, it's that big. It's huge. Yeah. Um, And I hate to say it because Star Wars, like with Star Wars, they really had a chance because it was already the biggest pop culture staple. And it had a chance to even deepen that and further extend that with an amazing trilogy. But the fact that it was wasted on, you know, toxic agendas and, all that and no planning or storytelling whatsoever definitely kind of hurt Star Wars in this new canon. It hasn't hurt the other six movies of the Clone Wars, but it did sort of like just it sort of dampened, you know, it's it dampened, you know, my hype for anything Disney wants to do with a new trilogy for now. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm going to close with this. Um, like I said, you know, DC fans, I know you're upset with how things have worked out thus far with this franchise. And let me say this, too, because I think I know where a lot of the MCU hate comes from. I think it comes from the toxic MCU fans who are always just trying to put down other trilogy, uh, other sides, yeah. primarily. And I can understand that being annoying. Yeah. Because they're annoying. That's that's where a lot of my defense was coming from. Like earlier on during these three, a lot of people would look at would have looked at me and been like, "Oh, you're an MCU hater for saying this." And I'm like, "No, it's just coming out of passion because they're MCU trolls who will just anything that's not the MCU is automatically garbage." And that really bothered me a lot because I'm like, "There's like, come on, bro." They just never gave anything else a chance and everything was instantly panned. So, yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, and, you know, I understand that frustration, 
But, I mean, it's like this with me, man. Like, I'll use this analogy. I cannot stand New England Patriot fans for the most part. Yeah. I really But I'm going to say this. I've pulled for Tom Brady in every Super Bowl he's been in. Why? Because at the end of the day, I can't do anything but respect the hell out of Tom Brady and everything he's done. Right. I can't help. I cannot argue with what he's done. Right. Um, and I can't argue what the MCU's done. They've made amazing films. And to me, it's not so much a that it worked for them. I think they just wrote great movies, had great uh, everything. The casting choices were perfect. Um, like I said, the writing was amazing. The fight scenes are some of the best I've ever seen. Um, but, you know, at this point, it just makes me laugh, all the hate thrown at the MCU at this point. Yeah. It's actually fun. It comes from a place of pure jealousy. I understand that the the MCU fans can be annoying and they crap on the DCU. Although I will say this, right now, the DCU deserves to be crapped on. Um because as of right now, it's a joke. Yeah. Uh, fandom hopefully will change that. Um, I hope so. But I'm here. Here's my last closing thoughts. Let's sum up everything. Get over yourself if you're still trying to nitpick the D, the MCU. Get over it. Just get over yeah. it. Because it's not slowing down for anybody. It's not stopping. single biggest cinematic staple in history. Yeah. That's true. Can't can't deny it, bro. Can't deny it. But um yeah man and and with this whole Good. Oh no you're good. I was saying and and with this whole conversation that we just had, it's it kind of sort of brings healing for me because even though I'm even though, you know, what happened with the DCEU happened, you know, at least we're getting what we should have gotten a long time ago. It's better to have it now than never. And I'm just grateful for that. You know what I'm saying? The MCU is going to continue to be great and going to be awesome. And hopefully the DC, you know, DC can, you know, just sort of get back, get what they needed to get going. But just to get this, the cut of this movie, I'm I'm grateful for that, and I'm not gonna complain about nothing. And who would complain? Would you, all these live action characters, whether Marvel or DC or independent comic, like, dude, superheroes are running the game right now. Like, when did we ever think that that would happen? And why not just be grateful just to see both of them come to life in any capacity? And we owe that in large part. I think it's part of two things. I think it's the Nolan trilogy and the MCU. Yeah. I think those two events right there put superheroes in the driving seat of the box office. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, man, this was a good conversation today. This was a good one, bro. This was a one that had to be had because we have to 
allow ourselves to heal from everything and just sort of have a real conversation about what's what so that we can move forward because this was only the first 10 years of the MCU. They're going to keep on going for the next 10, you know, with everything. This was only the beginning, you know, for DC. They messed up. They're fixing things. So, you know, the, the possibilities can be endless for what for what, what they're going to do. So, And you know what? I'm pulling for the MCU to keep doing great. Yeah. I'm pulling. I don't want to see the MCU fail. I don't think I have to worry about that because I think at this point they could release two bad films in a row and then bounce back with one good one and just be right back to where they were. Yeah. Yeah. But man, this was an amazing one. Thank you for being on as always. Thank you to everyone who tuned in on the IG live. This conversation is not for the faint of heart. If you can't be real unbiased and un, uh, and honest with yourself. So, you know, it's that kind of conversation, but as always live from J house, me and Ev are signing off. Appreciate you guys. Everyone have a blessed, blessed Friday tomorrow and a blessed weekend and uh we'll catch you guys later man peace thank you for joining this has been another edition of j house radio